Welcome to the Happy Place podcast. I'm Rina, your host. I'm a Shibari artist, tantric body worker, former dominatrix, and extreme sports athlete. I guide people to their core, creating safe spaces for healing and self-discovery. Since childhood, I've challenged societal norms. Through extreme sports, tantra, unconventional sexuality, and psychedelics, I've discovered profound truths. This podcast is for seekers like me, exploring meaning and spiritual illumination in the midst of life's intensity. Get ready to be inspired, amazed, and transformed as we unravel the mysteries of the happy place. Hello, lovely, and welcome to the Happy Place podcast. I'm your host, Rina, and today we have a very special day and a very juicy topic to explore. We are going to talk about deeper women's orgasms. We're going to talk about sexual bliss. We're going to dive into this juicy topic with my friend, colleague, and mentor, Suryan. This topic is especially uh, relevant for women. And at the same time, men can tune in and spy on us too, because they can definitely learn something incredible from this conversation. So first of all, let me introduce Suryan. I met her in Kopangan. Thailand really long time ago when I was just a, a baby in this world, meaning the baby in the world of Tantra and sexuality. I didn't know much about myself. I wasn't able to access any major pleasure. It was pretty superficial pleasure that I could gain from any sexual interaction at that time. And I just started to study in the Tantric school and Surya was one of the teachers. And then I explored a yoni massage with her and that really really changed my life first sexually and personally and later professionally so that's the person I'll be forever grateful to but let me introduce her so she can speak a bit more about herself hello Lina thank you so much for having me on your podcast and yeah, like a little bit about my background. So I'm native German. I was born in Germany. And somehow it seems like that um, pleasure-based sexual education is not part of the education system, neither in Germany nor somewhere else in the world, it seems like. And so growing up and starting my own sexuality, um, I was quite challenged. I did not have the multiple orgasms that I've seen somehow in the movies that are kind of... Um, yeah, portraits and portrait in any kind of these movies and films where a woman is just like touched for two minutes and she's just in bliss and orgasmic states. And it was just never for me like that. Quite the opposite. I was in pain a lot. Uh, it was very frustrating for me and I never had any internal orgasms. So that was quite a challenge. So I tried to reach out to therapists. I talked to therapists. I talked to gynecologists. And it was quite... Um, like doomed the answer that I received. They all just told me, oh, just let it go and you don't have anything. There is no more options for you. Like literal orgasms, maybe all you can have and there's nothing else for you out there. And that was quite a frustrating view as a 20-year-old young woman who was full of libido, but, you know, couldn't reach any of this. And then I started studying myself into holistic medicine. I started studying shiatsu, massage, traditional Chinese medicine, homeopathy, therapy and um, process-orientated psychology. And with this, it became more like a holistic approach to me to deal with my own sexuality. And it brought me so much closer to 
what it means to open up sexually. And then finally, I ended up on the island on Kopangan and dove deeper into the tantric teachings and the sexuality part. I released lots of trauma. I became a yoga therapist. I'm now a certified yoga therapist. And I work a lot with the combination of yoga and the holistic approach of healing in order to really work with um, sexuality, our intimacy, and especially with the orgasms and the lack of orgasms um, for women. Wow, amazing. And I can completely relate. I grew up in Russia and Soviet Union, actually, to begin with. Um, but then Russia in the 90s and sexual education just didn't exist. And on top of that, there was a lot of sexual shame. And on top of that, we were using sexuality to get what we want. So it was very performative and manipulative way of using sexuality. And it was really strange. It was like on one side, it was shamed, like something is wrong, like something is dirty about sex. And at the same time, everybody was trying to be sexy and manipulative to like seduce someone and get what they want. That was like a very common women's thing to do. This is how the culture was around me. And I was really confused. I was really uh, lost in this. Like, how, how can this be like this? How can we be denied like any like opportunity to talk and learn about sex and pleasure? And at the same time, we need to be sexy all the time. <laughs> Like, what's wrong with going to university in the winter, icy roads, and you're on your super like stripper high heels, going to study in university? It was insane. And I knew that something is wrong. I just felt it in my bones. Like, there got to be more to that. It's just like there was a rage in me that was bubbling up. I was just so against the culture. And at the same time, I was part of it. So it was like I had to mimic it. I had to be sexy and attract attention and felt like law for me because everyone is staring at me. Everybody wants me, but there was no substance underneath it. It was just like a way to get some attention. And then once it finally would get to like bedroom, I wouldn't know what to do. My body was feeling numb. I was uncomfortable and my yoni would not really go to any faraway places except for using a vibrator. Like that was the best I can do for myself to get some pleasure. It was just very intense clitoral stimulation that would get me to some level of peak. And that was it. And I thought, oh, okay, this is the orgasm. I can feel it. It's there. I feel like some discharge of energy, some kind of like a quick peak experience. And then I would just get disconnected from my partner for some time. And it was kind of it and um not and my partners didn't know much more either so i can completely relate to your story about like not being able to learn about sexuality from the place where you grew up and also i feel like we're both so lucky that we were able to find the tantric yoga school in the island where we could dive into this and how was your exploration through tantric body work? What did you start learning? How was your unraveling process happening for you? Oh, there were so many facets. First of all, of actually learning to put my pleasure first as well. Of it's not about the other person. I'm just constantly worrying, is he okay? Will he be okay? And me, I'm putting myself on the back burner but rather seeing, okay, I have a right also to feel pleasure and to go deeper and deeper into this exploration. And then of just 
having this knowledge of knowing, oh, there is actually internal orgasm. There is something else out there than just the clitoral one. I didn't know that. And especially the doctor, the gynecologist in Berlin told me, just forget about that. There's nothing else out there. And if a gynecologist tells me that a doctor in a white suit, you know, with a white coat, I thought like, wow, maybe he is right. But innate in me, something new, it's wrong. <laughs> and so... With this knowledge and learning about the different points inside that there is actually a cervical orgasm, there can be a G-spot orgasm, there can be a K-spot orgasm, a P-spot, a A-spot, yes, the whole alphabet kind of seemingly, I was just like in shock and I said, how is it possible that no one told me about it? And the problem is we just don't know about it. My mom, none of us did get any education in this. And once we know, once I actually knew which route to take and how it might actually feel within me. I could try to find it because the internal orgasms are quite different than the external ones from the clitoral. I knew how to do it clitoral for myself. I had started, I think, when I was three years old because it helped me to release energy, stress. And I just somehow figured out, oh, that feels good. And it gave me a certain release and an ease to fall asleep. Only later did I learn that this release is actually losing energy within ourselves and um, that we try to move this energy inward and try to develop the internal orgasms. But with this knowledge of only knowing how to go the external route, how to get orgasmic with my clitoris, it was quite a challenge to switch to the internal sensations and to find a new path how to have an internal orgasm because it's quite a different way of feeling and sensing it. it. It's not the same peak. And you described it already in yourself. It's a peak experience. It's a quick peak. It kind of moves up. And then afterwards, there is the downfall and you feel disconnected somehow. It's an intensity in that moment. But then afterwards, you don't really want to feel like being touched there anymore. And it shows already how we lose energy. With internal orgasms, once I discover them, I realized, oh, I could go on and on. I can start riding the wave and really explore that pleasure and accumulate this pleasure within myself and try to sublime it. What does it mean to raise it up and to use it even in a spiritual way? So that was quite mind-blowing and eye-opening for me. And just in many of my women's circles that I gave, many women came to me afterwards and they said, just by knowing there could be a cervical orgasm and how it could feel, with all the challenges that might come with it, they suddenly had that. They could experience a cervical orgasm. They could experience suddenly a G-spot orgasm just by explaining, oh, it might feel like peeing sensation or it might feel like burning or it might feel very intense or numb of just knowing it's okay to feel like that and knowing we are okay. There's nothing wrong with us that opens the way sometimes already. Wow, just knowing that? Well, I feel like you can bring your blessing to our audience now because what if they just hear and they will explore and find out for themselves can you share now more of what they can know so they can actually first of all learn and discover but perhaps actually experience it oh yes <laughs> let's go to the juicy part so internally it's um we have the pelvic floor and these are muscles and these muscles first of all can be tight or can be numb like any other muscle in our body if you touch now yourself on your shoulders you might feel quite tight and tense 
And this might be the same condition in your pelvic floor, in your vagina, inside in your yoni. It's the Sanskrit word for the womb, for the vagina, for the cervix and everything. And so if we have tight shoulders, there might be actually that the muscles down there are also quite tight. And with this, it can be challenging to actually have an internal orgasm and these sensations because in order to have an internal orgasm, the muscles need to vibrate. And if the muscle is stiff, it might be hard to get them to a vibration state or it might feel uncomfortable once you get touched and someone touches your cervix, that little cherry inside, I'm going to come to that. And the same way, if you just gave birth or you had an an abdominal surgery, it might be all numb. You might not feel anything at all when someone touches you. So first of all, bringing awareness or really zooming in once someone touches you without any judgments of just staying open and breathing through and just kind of acknowledging, oh, that feels a bit like burning or that feels like pressure or that feels like this, of just naming it what's happening. And like this, we can go deeper. And for example, finding the G-spot. Where is the G-spot? It's on the top wall. And you can reach it with your own two fingers. And then you do kind of this come here movement on the top wall behind kind of your pubic bone. And usually it's a rough erectile tissue. So it's a little bit of rough. It's not very subtle or like smooth. It's a bit of a funny tissue. But once you start rubbing this tissue, um, you might not be in bliss. Yes, I'm sorry to tell you, but it might not feel pleasant in the beginning. And that's what I'm saying. It's the difference from reality to movies. In movies, after three minutes, they're squirting and having lots of colors and juice coming out of the uni. <laughs> and in reality, it might take 30 to 40 minutes to actually get these areas aroused. Yes, 30 to 40 minutes. Yes, slow down, slow down. And that's what's important for women to learn to slow down and especially for men to learn to slow down. Oh, so true. Because usually um, a US study had shown that just an average lovemaking might be with the foreplay seven to 13 minutes long, including the foreplay. In tantric terms, it's almost impossible to have any internal orgasm like that because some of these areas need 30 to 45 minutes to get aroused. So me as a German, I must, um, I'm sometimes sharing the story because I try to get my my um, G-spot aroused and soft. So I put myself an alarm clock of 45 minutes and I actually put my two fingers in. You can use some oil and just start doing this come here movement on the upper wall. And what I experienced was far away from any pleasure. There was actually burning sensations. I got many tears coming out and all of this is okay. You might slow down in between. You might ease the pressure, but keep going. You might have to change even hands because one hand gets numb and uncomfortable and you continue with the other hand. So make sure you feel comfortable. You are alone at home and you're just trying and explore. And literally like the first 30 minutes, there was just pain. It was discomfort. There was, um, yeah, lots of emotions. So there was no fun at all. And only in the last 15 minutes, and no, there's no happy ending. I did not have an orgasm, but it became easier. It became softer. And I felt, oh, there is a shift in my body. So my body really needed the time to ease into that intensity of maybe peeing sensations, of burning sensations. And then it became easier. And then the next day I tried again and it became easier already after 25 minutes. And like this, I kept going and doing this in the beginning quite pragmatic. And later on, it became more sensual. It became more beautiful. And then suddenly pleasure came starting 
to build up. And then at some point, yes, I had even colors, that famous liquid coming out. I call it colors. You might call it Amrita or squirting. Female ejaculation. Yeah, exactly. All of this can come out, but it might need a while. So do not expect right when you start from zero, like I did, of having pleasure. If you're a very juicy woman, you're already in like lovemaking, you're aroused. You might feel 10 minutes. It's enough. And you have your orgasms. Congratulations. I'm really happy for you. It just never was for me like that. <laughs> and I can I can only add that um, I can only add that the the callus, the liquid, is not the biggest sign of success. It's the pleasure. It's how you feel. It's what is the release. It's like the ultra state of consciousness. Some kind of like internal shift that feels like wow, something special really happening. And for some women, it's like a lot of liquid comes together. For some. Others are not really, it's not even there. It's just more about like feeling you fall on your own bliss. Oh yeah, so, so true. So really, and it's not even a sign of having an orgasm of having the colors coming out. So it can, orgasm can come with colors and without colors. And very similar is the cervix. Not similar in the um, experience of it, but there is a little cherry inside and many women, I kind of encourage you tonight when you take your shower, put one leg up on the bathtub or on the shower, on the stool in a way and try to feel and find your cervix. Like you might have to enter with two fingers, use oil, take it easy and find a little cherry or a little thumb like structure. Some call it even a little donut inside, which um, might be numb or painful initially. And then you kind of just start flicking it like you kind of pop it boing 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 with your finger and just explore around you might make circles you might just want to hold your fingers at that point without moving initially and just keep breathing into it and just explore the sensations and here there might be more fiery sensations or you might feel more energy but keep just moving this energy keep touching it and also here, 30 to 40 minutes it might take to actually go deeper and deeper and let this energy build up. For that reason, I like to ask my partner to do that for me. Just because if I do it myself, it's harder for me to let go. But I know many, many women who are able to do that for themselves and they don't need anyone around there. But it might be easier actually having a partner who can do that for you in order for you to lay back and just relax and breathe and deal with everything that might come up because there might be emotions, anger, tears, fears of just allowing yourself to stay in that present moment, keep breathing and just ease into the sensations of intensity. Hmm. Amazing how you describe it. And how do you feel about wands and toys? Oh, I love them and they can help a lot. I just don't use a vibrator because there is no change of battery for any man, for any lingam. So the intensity of the vibration is just not possible for a man to imitate. So you will always feel a kind of, ah, oh, something is missing if you're so used to a vibrator. So take the batteries out of your vibrator and just start stimulating or using a dildo or wand to massage the walls, to massage that G-spot, to massage the cervix, and just allowing yourself to explore yourself in this way and going deeper and deeper with this. You could even, nice position for a dildo is that you take a pillow, a soft pillow that you sleep on, you place the dildo um, straight in there, 
and you squeeze with your thighs the pillow together like this, you can kind of sit on the dildo and your thighs are holding that pillow and the dildo together. And then like this, you can do this up and down or the front and back movement with your hips. I don't know if it makes sense, but just let us uh, ask us if you <laughs> feel like I want to explore that and I have no clue what she was just saying. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, this definitely opens up a lot of possibilities for exploration for women who haven't explored because of course we can so easily wrapped up in to-do list and other responsibilities and really forget about the possibilities of us experiencing this deeper pleasure deeper bliss and also sexuality can become quite mechanical like as we find our ways and this is how we do it and this is what where we touch each other and this is how we stimulate each other and then you know, so many women just surrender to the fact like, okay, my pleasure is um, only achieved through clitoral stimulation. And that's it. And I just, this is how I roll with it. Um, and this is just an opportunity to get out of your box and try something different, like open up the to the idea that it's even possible because if it's possible for us and our clients, it's possible for you. And we can really reassure you, everyone can do it. Like we've been working with so many different clients, different women who are coming from all walks of life, experiencing all kinds of different trauma. Of course, for some, it's a bit easier. For some, it's harder. And at the same time, it's all possible. It's just all about trusting the process and really going for it. Consistency, patience, and trust that it will come your way. In one way or the other, just keep on exploring, keep on connecting to your yoni, to your body, to your sexuality, keep on having conversations with your partner about trying something different, trying something new. How about this way? How about this way? Um, and yeah, it will definitely happen for you. It's just a matter of time and some patience. And yeah, that definitely was my experience when I first came for Yoni Massage. I was just numb. I, I wasn't really uh, feeling anything inside. And by the way, for those of you who don't know, Yoni Massage is the professional practice of receiving um, touch, like therapeutic touch, in order to release uh, tension and achieve full orgasmic potential. And the first one wasn't the blissful one. The first time, just like Surya was describing, everything was feeling like emotional and painful. Well, for me, it was even one step back. Everything was numb. Everything just didn't feel anything. And of course, I started to feel shame. Like, what's wrong with me? Why I don't feel anything? I'm not a woman enough. I'm broken. And then with some time, it started to unlock itself, just like uh, we described. It's like 40 minutes of nonstop touch, and then something starts to happen. So that was definitely the case for me. My body started to open up, and the first emotions were really challenging ones, um, and like all this rage and shame. And then it started to start become a mixture of pain and pleasure like oh I don't like it but I like it something is interesting here I want to try more let me see let me see and then like really trial and error let's try like this let's try like this let's try to make a sound let's try to move my body let's try with this position so um, it was quite an exploration it definitely required some patience but at the same time I cannot say like oh no, it was so many massages it was so many years no it was a, like three massages until my first um, G-spot orgasm and 
um it was just happening over the period of my one month or so so i can reassure you that even if you come with the heavy like negative sexual conditioning and a lot of uh childhood trauma like such as my person is myself um you can still get there and i'm in a way i'm feeling certain level of appreciation for the journey that i've been through because my um childhood conditioning definitely wasn't an easy one and it was a lot of blocks around sexuality and my body was holding it and despite of that i was still able to break through that to release it and to achieve the full orgasmic potential and it's really incredible and precious and special to know how much my yoni is capable of how deep orgasms can take me it's like a whole psychedelic experience in a way like to be able to catch those insights to feel the energy like flow through my whole body and have this like tingling sensation and expansion of consciousness and like sense of connections to something larger than myself sense of love for myself and my partner and universe like i don't know how would you describe the benefits of like deep full body orgasms i was just in bliss actually in my book i wrote my about my very first orgasm because it was just for me i had usually the feeling oh i don't have enough time i don't have enough time i don't have enough time i need more time and uni massage actually allowed me to really let go of all of this of just letting go and really allowing this is just for me either it takes three hours or five hours it doesn't matter it's just for me and i could let go and with this letting go it just the energy started building up and suddenly i had so much energy rushing up my spine rushing up through my body and really sending me in a blissful state of meditation where everything was just fine everything is okay everything mm. is I'm going to be okay. It was this, yeah, this shining light kind of telling me, you're going to be okay. Everything is fine. Just trust, you know. And that was a big shift in my entire perception of life and like everything. It shifted really my whole perception of me being me, of thinking beforehand, I'm not good enough. As you said, I'm not women enough. I was frustrated. I felt like something is wrong with me. Do I now have to start faking orgasms just because, you know, like I wanted also to give back something to my man and they were all loving. And in that moment, it was just like, no, you're perfect the way you are. Everything is just right with orgasm, no orgasm. It was just this deep, deep trust. It's going to be okay. And <laughs> everything in me and in the way I was living my life. Beautiful. And can you just quickly recap the different forms of internal orgasms that are possible just to inspire our listeners? Oh, yes. So we have the G-spot one. We have the cervical one. We can have an internal wall. Just the vaginal walls can go into a beautiful orgasm once they're relaxed and the trauma released from the body, like all the tensions that we might have in there. And when I speak about trauma, I don't speak about necessarily only sexual abuse in these kind of situations but even a worse like a bad phone call with your best girlfriend um it could be very traumatic and emotional challenging like maybe parents divorced maybe you go through a divorce any of these challenges can be perceived as trauma within and these causes tensions and then they sit in our vaginal walls so vaginal um wall orgasm is a part as well you could have a K-spot orgasm. It's on the back wall of our vagina. You could have a P-spot 
or an A-spot orgasm. What is that? There is no better name than posterior and anterior phoenix. <laughs> and this is just around the cervix in the back far end. So it's one of the deepest, deepest orgasms we can have. So if ever you have your cervix removed, um, there's no problem in this in the way of having orgasm because you can still have the P and A-spot orgasm. And it's very similar to the spiritual effects, actually the cervical orgasm can bring. And so like this, we have all the different areas inside the uni and which can give a lot of pleasure, a lot of waves of pleasure and sensuality and really a deep, deep relaxation, not only in the physical body, but really in the emotional and mental body. And it can even bring spiritual insights. So I can just highly recommend it to really explore your own <laughs> sexuality and just um, explore what is happening inside without the goal of it needs to feel like something specific or just feel whatever is there and be present with no matter what. May it be pain, may it be numbness, may it be tears, may it be pleasure, may it be just orgasmic bliss of just breathing and staying with the sensations inside. Mm, it's like the fullness of being alive. Anything and everything is possible and pleasure is a big, big part of that. Wow, it's beautiful conversation with you, Soria. I'm so happy to know you and we can slowly start wrapping this up by sharing where we at these days. Um, these days where both of us are giving tantric massages, yoni massages. And um, I'm based in Austin, Texas and I travel around the world while Zuria is based in Quebec, Canada and she also travels around the world. And uh, we both uh, host certain events uh, for women, which are about pretty much everything we described in different shapes and form, dif different masterminds and trainings and classes. Our signature training is for practitioners, those who would like to become uh, yoni massage practitioners themselves and serve other women. Trust me, it's very much needed in the world today. So um, everything is in show notes. You can definitely check it out. And um, Surya, maybe you can also share a bit more about um, how, uh, where you at this day. So what inspires you, what you're practicing and obviously all the links that you described will be right there in the show notes. Yes, exactly. As you said, I'm practicing in Canada, Quebec. I'm traveling also around going more to Europe and these areas. And then also I'm having a book that we're going to put the link in where I'm speaking about all of the challenges and the beautiful parts of being a woman and our sexuality into blossoming into bliss. It's its name. It's translated into three languages, so French, German and English. And I'm also having an online program for couples to learn how to give these yoni massages on mysacredyonimassage.com. So there you can always stay in touch with me. You can find me on Facebook and on Instagram and I'm sure all the links will be somewhere um, down there. Awesome. Thank, thank you so much, Surya, for joining us. I really hope this is quite an inspiration for women who listen to us and perhaps from men. So any feedback, any questions are welcome and actually really appreciate it. We really want to connect with our audience. So please don't hesitate to comment, reach out to us on our social media. And um, yeah, if this podcast has been beneficial to you and inspiring, please uh, leave a review and put five stars. I'm just starting this podcast. So this will be super, super appreciated. And um, we'll see each other again in the next episode. Bye-bye.